Hi, Hello. Hello and good morning. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Tell me tell me the genesis of your name, Arrow. It was created in Lewistown, Montana in 1981 to be a character in a book that my first wife was writing and we wanted it to be a club owner's name and we thought, "Okay, let's let's go with Arrow, but let's put an E on it." And then and then we jumped in with Collins and and then when I went moved back to Billings, Montana, I thought I don't want to be that other person I was. I want to be Arrow. I like I like the way that Arrow was in his storyline and that's where it all came from. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> well, you, people in the writing world, as well as in, in, in movies and, and, and even on the radio, we, we all have this, this pattern in our lives where we're not trying to escape the world. We just want to be in the, on the stage. And then when we leave it, that's it. We drop it behind us and we go and we have a normal life. Now, when you put this book together, Underwater Daughter, did you not escape into a world? As a, as you mean, as I was writing it, as you were writing it, because you had to go there mentally and physically. Yeah, I mean, definitely to to write everything that I wrote was reliving a lot of mm-hmm. past experience and and sort of experiencing all of these things in an adult perspective. So, you know, yes, you're absolutely right. And as a creative person. You know, there's. I'm super grateful that I actually took the initiative and had the opportunity and the wherewithal and and the means to be able to do something like this. It's a, it's a true gift. I would love to know how much weight you lost mentally by putting this book together because you were carrying around a lot of things for many years, and and then when you release these paragraphs and now the book to us, it's like it, you you've got to feel a, a sense of freedom right now. You know, that's a really interesting thought, and and I was just thinking about this the other day. As I was creating, you know, the storyline, right, or putting the prose together, it was, it was such a, a disciplined, you know, all-consuming endeavor that there wasn't as much reflection about that particular part of it. And literally, I think last week I was thinking, wow, I spent so many years of my life mm-hmm. silently holding on to so much stuff and it was exhausting mm-hmm. and and that just became part of who I was and this inability to really come out so to speak in the world and you're absolutely right to now be sitting on the other side of that knowing that I don't have all of these little secrets that I'm carefully, you know, knitted together in the back recesses of my mind. It's a huge, huge difference of being in the world. No question. One of the things that really opens up my heart about this book, Underwater Daughter, is the fact that I spend so much time on iHeartRadio talking about this, and that is, is that if we don't get it out on paper, then our minds will continue to rewrite the story, and it will rewrite it until we become satisfied with it. Yeah, I think that our thoughts and our minds are so incredibly powerful and all-encompassing in the sense that we're essentially all humans living in our minds all of the time, right? And and largely creating our own stories. So, I mean, I think that one thing I thought maybe you were going to go from what you were saying was that at least by finally getting these stories or our stories out there, we we 
create the potential of helping someone else mm-hmm. who's struggling in the exact same way with maybe not even the same types of trauma or experiences, but the fact that we, um, you know, insulate ourselves and bury these stories yep. in a way that it can't be healthy for anyone. That's interesting that you bring that up. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you a challenge. Okay. Because only because I've been a daily writer since July of 1994, because I've gone through a lot of trauma. It was Julia Cameron that brought me out through the artist way. And I became that daily writer, but I also turned it into a podcast. You're right. Your story has the ability and the power to change people's lives. And if you did a five to a 10 minute podcast each day or each week, just expressing what you move through those storms with, I guarantee the listeners would be there and they would understand their own lives a lot better because you have been to hell and you don't want anybody else to go there <laughs> that's quite a challenge <laughs> <laughs> i mean i like the idea absolutely and and um you know one thing i am doing is i hold uh online thanks to covid uh zoom writing sessions nice. i i i precede the writing prompt work with people with women with um, about a 10-minute guided meditation. And to be honest, that was one thing that, that has reinforced and bolstered, you know, my writing, my, my changing my, my story in my mind is all the time I've devoted to self-work through meditation. Yes. Um, and like I alluded to earlier, you know, we are our thoughts. of the time, and we do have the ability to change our responses to these thoughts, our reactions to them, and what we're actually generating, right? So, um, who knows? Maybe I'll grab a mic, too. You write about something that really is, uh, it, it affects me deeply because I, I used to be that kid that would stand in the mirror in the bed as a child and I would put makeup on my face because it was creating a mask. You you, you talk about mm. that as well, creating that mask. You know, I was jealous that the girls got to wear the makeup, basically. Uh-huh. I don't, I, I agree. I mean, you know, I've raised five kids and I tried to be as, you know, certainly as gen what we're really feeling and, and it, it's universal. I think mm-hmm. that I, I just haven't come across anyone that, that doesn't have some kind of self coping and self soothing that, that hides us or protects us. Oh my God, to protect us. That would be, you know, it, it's all about comfort and security. And if we can't find it, we're going to go looking mm-hmm. for it. And, and, and there are no rules and boundaries for that. We're going to find it. And even if it means breaking a rule, you know, yeah, the protection, it's, it, it, it kind of boils down to fear, right? And all the different, you know, lanes that fear um, manifests itself in our own minds. And how are we going to overcome this fear when, when we really, if we just, you know, change the track and and move the train over to the love lane, you know, including self-love, right? Then um, then those I think that those those needs for self-protection um, fall away. Wow. 
Wow. What a powerful book. Underwater Daughter. And we I just read an article just last week that was based on how uh, th- these these medical officials and mental officials uh, can't help people, the younger adults, identify what their problems are. And yet a book like this, you can step mm-hmm. into it and, and they're going to see a lot of things in their lives. And because you, you, you speak so transparent and I can't thank you enough for sharing your honesty and, and the way that you made your way through those storms. Oh, thank you very much, Errol. That your your kind words are very, very meaningful to me, and I do hope that you know one, two, ten. I don't know whoever you know resonates with some of my story and and the ways in which I've tried to turn you know the fear into love. I I just hope that that's impactful, like you said. Well, it's because you believe in asking the questions and then questioning the answers. It, I mean, it took until you put your adult shoes on, but still, you, 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 you're answering the questions with more questions on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're right. Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. You're awesome, Arrow. I would absolutely love to come back anytime. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Hey, you too.